You're listening to Gear Disrupted. What's up, everyone? How's everyone doing? Welcome to episode five of our podcast, Year Disrupted. Donde nuestra misión es... Oh, wait, hold on. Sorry, wrong language. Uh, where our mission is to encourage and inspire people to live and work abroad through practical tips, actionable insight, and real-life stories. I'm Gabrielle, and I'm joined by my co-host, Avi. And as you might have been able to get from my little hiccup at the beginning, which was really just me trying to be funny, is that we are officially in Medellin. Yeah, we made it, baby. We made it. Uh, it is officially our third day, but second full day here. Yeah, so far, so good. So, so far. Today, we're going to talk about why we picked Medellin as a place uh, to come and uh, work remotely and also spend an extended amount of time. Yeah, one one big question we get is why Medellin? Um, you know, for us, it seems, well, it is home already, but we got to know it so well through our research that we forget that a lot of people might not have know much about Medellin. Exactly. Yeah. So we had, uh, you know, some idea of what Medellin was like, but then we really did our research about what place we wanted to go um, right. as our first stop. And, um, and after all the research, Medellin was our first choice. Yeah. So we'll get more into it in this we episode. Will. But first, but first, let's initial talk about first Medellin. impression, yeah. you go first, first comes okay. to mind, unscripted. Uh, it's definitely um, a lot nicer than I expected. It's very clean. It's a proper city. Like the roads are nice, clean, mm -hmm. uh, all the facilities around here, restaurants and, and clubs. Uh, there's a bunch of casinos around where we're there living uh, and everything seems to be really nice so far. There's like proper like Whole Foods type grocery stores. We're basically um, in yeah. LA. Just yeah, we kidding. Pre pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's no, so far, like I could not tell a difference in lifestyle yeah. between here and California. Right? Well, one thing it's important to note is that we are in El Poblado, which is one of the nicest neighborhoods in, in Medellin. Medellin. Yeah. It's where a lot of expats live. It's where a lot of people visiting the city come. We will get more into why we chose this neighborhood, but that's definitely important to know. But I agree. It's very westernized here. Yeah. It's, it, you know, it's great gyms, great restaurants, great stores. Um, I was surprised about yeah. that as well. Yeah. And we were talking about like first impressions. So it's, it's only been three days. So anything we say, take it with a grain of salt for now. Uh, you know, obviously, as we spend more time here, we'll... We'll tell you more about it, but first impressions is, is what we're talking about right now. My first impression is that there are trees everywhere. <laughs> I'm so excited about the trees. Uh, I'm, I'm not even a tree person, but I feel like I am now yeah. because I pointed out some like Dr. Seuss looking trees on our way in, but this entire city is like a mountain rainforest. I mean, there's just like patches yeah, of, just, of yeah. trees And like just everywhere. so many different kinds of mm -hmm. trees, like. It's not just like just one species. You yeah. call it species, I th right? It's a, it's a yeah. species. Of yeah, tree. I yeah. think species is correct. <laughs> so yeah, it's, uh, there's definitely, it's, it's basically like this city was, used to be a rainforest. Right. I think it was part of Amazon. Yeah, the I mean, well, you, yeah. you walk around the city and again, we're in, we're in a nice part of the city and I, I love this because there's just essentially a 
patch of mountain rainforest. So I say mountain because Medellin is actually located in, at a 5,000 feet elevation. In um, a valley. In the valley in the Andes. It is actually the Abura Valley. But, um, you know, so it's not as humid as perhaps a, a rainforest at a lower elevation, but you're just walking down the street and just bam. Trees that you've never even seen. And it's yeah. like, you get the jungle vibe walking through it. Totally, and, yeah. And I'm like, is there like, is this supposed to be a thing? Or is this by accident? I think they just know how to work their natural yeah. botany into their city, which is amazing. Right. Yeah, like we went to a mall yesterday and they had a huge ass tree <laughs> just growing just through sprouted. the entire mall. So yeah. yeah, I think like they worked everything around it's the beautiful. trees and the the vegetation the, it's it. it's a breath of fresh air yeah being from california and knowing that half of our landscape is a is fraudulent because <laughs> palm okay. trees were brought over they're not native to southern california really? yeah i didn't know that i mean it, palm trees are great but they're not naturally to from california. they're not native that surprises me there's but, a lot yeah. of native trees here and i want to learn about those trees uh anyway anyways what what's been your other first impression Another first impression to go along with um, kind of the climate and the area. One, it's hot. Um, I mean, I'm, I, I feel like a baby complaining about this because we're spoiled with such good weather in California. It is hot. It's manageable. We like it. Um, you know, we, it's called this, uh, the city of eternal springtime. I'd say it's a little bit more like summertime right now. Um, but one thing yeah. we saw was that it was a polluted city. So far, I haven't really gotten that vibe. Yeah, yeah. The air is definitely cleaner than Southern California. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we do feel like we're breathing fresh air. Probably thanks to the patches of trees (laughs) everywhere. Thanks to patches of trees. What about you? What's another one of yours? Yeah, I think uh, other is definitely like people are really nice. I mean, not that like I I read that like people were rude here or something, but having been to South America before and like having met people in other countries like yeah argentina or or anywhere else like people here people here are like really friendly really nice and and they've been really helpful they're so nice and that kind of leads into another thing which is the spanish um spanish is definitely required here it's required it is absolutely essential uh now i don't know if we've mentioned this i do speak spanish it's it's kind of rusty right now uh i learned when i lived in spain um but that being said, Spanish is, is huge, and I've spoken Spanish in other Spanish-speaking countries where people might be quick to just speak English or kind of look at you weird if you're not saying the proper thing, but people here are so kind, um, they are so pleasant, and they speak slowly, and I love how whenever you say, like, thank you, like, gracias, yeah. the most common response you get is, like, con mucho gusto, which is, like, with so much pleasure. That's awesome. Like, mucho gusto. And just imagine if we said that in English. Yeah. It's not just you're welcome, but like <laughs> with such pleasure, pleasure from the bottom of yeah. my heart. That's awesome. So that's yeah. really great. The people yeah. are great. It's a diverse city, which is cool, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's kind of the vibe yeah. we've been getting. But definitely like going back to the Spanish part, not a lot of people here speak English. No. Like everyone is speaking Spanish so far. Everyone we've, we've come around and like it's, it's even hard to like, have a conversation in English for me. So, yeah. hablo un poco, muy poco de español. Yes. That means I speak a very tiny bit of Spanish, but hopefully we, I can get better at it. Yeah, but, and, and Avi is definitely going to practice. Um, 
we we did a tour of our place on our Instagram. So follow at Year Disrupt if you don't already. But one recent development is that we cannot use our water right now. Yeah. Um, because of some plumbing issue I don't understand. They're going to come fix it tomorrow. They're going right? to fish, fix it. But the funny thing was is that they told us to call if we need water because basically we're flooding the downstairs ceiling. <laughs> and so we said, okay, we have to shower. We just went to the gym. Let's take 10 minutes. So we, I call them. I ask them to turn it on for 10 minutes. I'm in the shower, like just rushing. Like we're, it's just go time to, to get two showers in in 10 minutes. I'm in the shower when the security guard knocks on the door and it's just him and Avi and they don't understand each other. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't know what he said, but we finished both of our showers. Yeah. yeah. But it seemed like he was, he was saying, it's okay. Just, just carry on. Yeah. Because he couldn't understand what I was trying to say. Con mucho gusto. Yeah. Anyways, we were going to talk about in this episode about why we picked Medellin. Yeah. So let's get to that. Yeah, so let's run down, you know, for like we said, a lot of people might not even Medellin might not be on our radar, so yeah. or on your radar. So just a couple of quick facts about Medellin. Um, like we said, it's spread across the Abora Valley in the Andes. Uh, about five million people is its population. Um, it was discovered by Spanish conquistadors in 1541. Anyway. Um, so that's kind of where we are right now. Actually, another fun fact we learned is most people are gone for most of January. They're on vacation. Um, that's kind of their, their holidays. It's when school's out. Um, so I guess the city's about to get a lot busier at the end of January. But right, right now we're chilling in, in the peace. Yeah, that was totally not planned. So, yeah. But I guess you know we'll see the city both ways like while... People are on vacation, and once it gets crazy uh, in February when yeah. everyone's back to work. So, Abby, yeah. as we've told our friends and family that we are coming to Medellin, mm -hmm. I'd say most people greet us with a mix of curiosity, skepticism, sometimes downright fear if you're my <laughs> father yeah, or one of my friends who shall remain nameless. Um, but obviously, a lot of people associate this city with Shout out to Narcos, Pablo Escobar, and some of the, the crime and the drugs that were rife in the 80s. Um, that is kind of what's on the tip of most people's tongue. Um, used to be the murder capital of the world, but obviously it is so much more than that. Yeah, so why, why did we... Right. You know, can you dispel a little bit of that, those uh, myths for people who may be worried about yeah, it? Yeah, so, so like, you know, a lot of people we've we talked to and like we mentioned, oh, we're going to Medellin first. Like the, the normal reaction was, oh, cocaine. Or like, dude, you got to be careful down there. Or like, oh, you're going there to like Pablo Escobar. Some like reference yeah. to Pablo Escobar. Because Pablo and, Escobar is still alive yeah, and well. Exactly. And he just sold us some cocaine yeah. today. So, so yeah, it, it, it's kind of, you know, uh, I feel like back home, that's kind of what people know of Medellin. Mm -hmm. and, and it's kind of like, oh, yeah, cocaine criminals, very dangerous, Pablo Escobar. And those were like the reactions we got from most of our friends. Yeah. And, you know, if you were Gabby's dad, you got a reaction like, don't die or <laughs> Love you, dad. have you met some uh, drug dealers yet? Yeah. So that was, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, think about just how much the U.S. has changed between certain administrations that yeah. will remain nameless. Uh, cities do change. Cultures do change. 
Actually, we did a crime rate comparison between Medellin and Los Angeles, and it's almost even um, in certain ways. There is, I'd say Medellin is slightly less safe, just a couple points on a 100-point um, scale, but then there are more concerns in Los Angeles um, for safety purposes. So we felt totally safe here so far. Um, the city was named the most innovative city award in 2013. I, the days it is now not even on the top 50 of the murder capitals of the U.S. Right. Shout out to Tijuana, which normally, which now right now occupies number one, <laughs> used to be occupied by Medellin. But so just we wanted to get past that that safety factor because yeah. that's kind of been a, a huge question. But there's a real beauty here. There's amazing vibes. So we're really glad we chose this city. But Abby, what like what were some of the main things that made us choose this city in the first right. place? Yeah. So so before we talk about Medellin and why Medellin, let's talk about like what were the factors we were looking in any city. Like mm -hmm. when we were trying to decide which city we wanted to go live in, we had you know a couple of things that you know you may want to consider when when you're trying to go live abroad. So for us, you know these are the things that that we wanted so first of all we wanted something that was like you in, in the u.s time mm -hmm. zone you know since we are working remotely and we will be working with people back in the u.s um, starting out it was really important to be on the same time zone in case we need to work during business hours call someone um, you know have things set up yeah. have meetings remote calls so being on the same time zone as u.s during the business hours help uh, was was an important thing for us it almost eliminated one factor of the adjustment because i've been working remotely for just slightly longer than abby but it's this routine is new to both of us so to have to also struggle with calculating people's time zones calling people working on market hours it just was going to be another complication that we didn't want to deal with right away so that kind of told us okay unless we want to like start year disrupted in canada yeah we're probably looking at or south mexico america. yeah but yeah yeah so south america seemed like a great choice and medellin is on uh eastern time zone yeah in case you were wondering so another thing i mean most countries in south america are spanish-speaking countries but that became another factor so once we said okay u.s-based time zone south america definitely a spanish-speaking country i do speak spanish Abby is. Um, I want to learn learning. Spanish. That, that's been my goal for last year. So I, I learned a bit of Spanish last year, but my goal is to get better at it. So that was definitely a factor that we were mm -hmm. like, oh, let's go to a Spanish-speaking country yeah. so we can practice our Spanish. So why did we then eliminate maybe, you know, because there are a lot of countries in South America. There yeah. are a lot of um, cities. Why did we start to zone in on, on Medellin? Why did that keep? Because we, we thought about different ones. Um, right. We had been to Argentina before. We'd been to Buenos Aires. And while I don't deny it's a great city, it just, it wasn't our vibe. Yeah. It, it just, we did it, not want to return there. We wanted a new right. country. Yeah, absolutely. So one factor was definitely we wanted to go somewhere we hadn't before, like mm -hmm. a, a new country. And then we also wanted, because we are working remotely, we want to make sure, you know, we have good internet service and uh, workspaces and mm -hmm. cafes where we can just go and work. So we were definitely looking for a proper city that had good infrastructure. And I think Medellin is probably, I, I don't know if it's like the nicest city in, in all of South America. It seems but, like it. I think yeah. it's one of them. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, 
you know, super developed, you know, there's, there's public transportation, they have their subway system, um, and like the internet speed's good. I mean, we also just read on any online board that it is great for remote workers. Um, it's right. great for expats. You know, we want to dip into this community, this global digital nomad community. So there's definitely plenty of groups, plenty of meetups, things like that. So that while we do want to get involved with the local culture here, learn the language, try the food, we also want to learn more about this lifestyle. So that was a huge factor. And Medellin just kept showing up time and time again on exactly. those lists. Exactly, yeah. So it has a huge expat community. Mm-hmm. We haven't met any expats yet. Well, it's been three days, but... Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're yeah. hoping to, you know, to meet some expats here and, and learn their stories, see what they do for, you know, a living and, and for work and how, how their journey has been so far. So we're looking forward to that. And then really, the, I mean, the icing on the cake was, was that all of these factors started to combine in, in form in the city that is Medellin. Um, yeah. A huge one is low cost of living, right? Our whole thing for this year is to be cost effective with our time and our money. Um, fun fact, living in Medellin is 69% lower than New York City. Now, New York City is one of the most, ex- is the most expensive city in the US. I think Silicon Valley is probably SF more, might yeah, be yeah, catching San up. Francisco might be higher. But, but holy shit, I mean, the fact that we were able to name these amazing amenities and infrastructure, but for a fraction of the price, yeah, is fantastic. Right. Like we are living in probably one of the nicest neighborhoods. The most expensive. Um, and the most expensive and probably like one of the, the nicer buildings here. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it seems like a very new building. They have all the facilities here. You know, they have like a gym, sauna. We have a rooftop pool on the 24th story. So, yeah, I mean, this is one of the nicest places. And what this to us costs about $800 a month. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you were to go to other like neighborhoods, like Laurales is another neighborhood that a lot of expats live in. Um, and, and that's like near university, it's slightly less nicer, but mm-hmm. they also have like a lot of good places. You can find a one bedroom apartment there for probably like 400, 500 yeah. bucks. So it can be really affordable here. Like, um, a cost of beer is a dollar. So that, that's some reference on, on the cost. So that was definitely a big factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, wherever we go, we, you know, the purpose of, of this year has been to reduce our cost of living. Yeah. And so that was one big factor. What else? So we also had nice weather that mm-hmm. we wanted to, to make sure that wherever we go, like our plan is that any city we go to all year, uh, the weather is nice. And I think right. that'll be, in, we, we kind of went with, oh, the weather's nice. And I think at some point in the next year, we'll be exchanging that for the weather is hot as fuck. Because it's, yeah. I think it's only going to, I mean, we, here it's like their summertime. So it is a bit, I mean, it's not, not really, it's no, not, I mean, scor- I mean, it's not scorching hot, but it's like it, 80, 84 degrees. That's not hot yeah it's it's reasonable we are walking outside a lot and i think that makes it really hot mm-hmm. but i don't know if it's super hot 
I mean, it's not like a desert. Yeah. Like at nighttime, it drops down to what, 60s? Mm-hmm. And during the day, it's 84. So it's basically spring. Yeah. Eternal spring, that is. City of eternal spring. Yeah. But um, we also like, you know, there's just so many different things to discover here. Uh, it's just a combination of all the things that we like to do. There's nature nearby. There's a huge ecological reserve just outside of the city. There's plenty of different neighborhoods to try out, which all bring their own unique culture and vibe. Um, plenty of delicious restaurants. There's a great international food scene here. Which, yeah, a lot of cities in South America do not have that. Mm-hmm. So having a good food scene was definitely important to us. And Medellin definitely has a great international it's so good food scene. Yeah, that we so have we... to be careful. <laughs> we like really yeah. have to be careful because we are, you know, we are also, I think it's important to tell our listeners that we are in an amazing place with so much to discover. But the mission of You're Disrupted is to live and work abroad. So we are also, you know, working. We are meal prepping. We are doing the things we would normally do just in this global classroom almost to learn about ourselves, to learn about different people, different cultures. So right. as much as we would lo- we had the best dinner the other night and I, yeah. I'd love to do that every night, but that will, <laughs> then we'll just basically <laughs> be living in LA with the money we spend. Yeah. And just, you know, we've been there, what, three days. And I think in three days we've tried at least three or four good restaurants. Yeah. So we're doing pretty good, but we need to behave ourselves. Yeah. And then one last thing also mm-hmm. that was a factor was a lot of our friends recommended Medellin. Mm-hmm. They, they, pretty much everyone who'd been to South America and had been to Medellin recommended Medellin out of all the South American cities just because of like, you know, it being a, a modern city, all the infrastructure and, and the nightlife and the food scene. We didn't mention nightlife. Nightlife is pretty awesome here too. Yeah. So yeah, we yeah we took a tour of we're we're so close um, to Parqueras. Yeah. And that is you know anything you read that's where all the nightlife is. And I've been to a lot of great cities with with great nightlife, and that totally defied my expectations. It's yeah. just there's this park, there's this main courtyard, and just everywhere is bars, restaurants, nightclubs. But it just looks so fun. You know, yeah. you know how sometimes like at least from where we are, bars can look a little just chaotic and maybe like, I don't know, too cramped, too packed. But it looked yeah. like we could stumble into any of the bars and have a great time. Right. And it seemed like a party on the street. Like everyone mm-hmm. was just like walking on the street, like everyone had a little drink in their hand. Yeah. And this like little park area and like all the lights, people were just hanging out. It was just a purely a good, good yeah. time. It just seemed like a really good time. So, we, didn't, we didn't have a wild night our first Saturday night here. Mm-hmm. You know, we were, we were looking to settle down first, mm-hmm. but we'll, we'll have a wild night. We can't wait to enjoy it. And we just, everyone seems to be having a great time. Um, it, just really great vibes from, from the people. I think one thing we talked about, which is interesting to note just in comparison, is um, just the kind of the social culture here. Uh, versus in America is really interesting. It's something I've also experienced when living in Spain and when visiting other countries. It's it's always that the the people make time for people first, and then everything else comes later. 
first it's the people, it's the camaraderie, it's spending time with their friends, it's laughing, and then it's eating, and then it's drinking, and then it's just, it's the, the community first. And I think some of the problems at least I might have with our own um, bar scene back home is it, it just seems like once it gets past 10, everybody is just sloppy wandering around in their own world but here it just seemed it seemed like a proper great time yeah yeah everyone like no one we didn't see anyone like stumbling on the streets or anything everyone just is sitting down with their friends just ordering food and drinks and just having a good time yeah so we're excited to get out and boogie um one of these nights so um yeah is there anything else that you're looking forward to doing now that we're here, um, you know, just top of our list right now, what are like some of the main things we plan on doing? Well, obviously, like see all the, the tourist spots. Like I think the El Centro has like a lot of historic stuff. So I mm-hmm. want to see that. I want to go like hiking to a couple of places. And uh, there's also like this place about 30 minutes outside of the city. It's like a famous rock that you can climb or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called. So... Looking forward to doing that. And then what about you? I'm really excited for all of those things. That sounds great. Uh, Can't wait to meet some other expats. We really want to try salsa dancing um, and also see what some of the, I don't know, fun places to go are, some of the like language exchanges, things like that, so we can practice our Espanol. Definitely. So, yeah, once we... You know, we've had time to to explore the city and check out a bit more places. We'll definitely do a full episode on like the best things to check out in Medellin and you and maybe know, things we'll, worth skipping. Things worth skipping, and yeah, we'll bring that to you. So, if you have questions on that, Medi- like things yeah. you want to know about Medellin, and of course, we are not experts. We've been here for two days. We're just talking about first impressions, but we can't wait to dig in a little more, check out the other neighborhoods. So if there's specific things that you want to know, let us know. And then speaking of things that they can let us know, should we talk to them about next episode a little yes. bit? Yes. So a lot of people have asked us, what are we doing for work? Yeah. How are you guys working there? What are you doing for money? Things like that. And I feel like when they ask us that, it's one, curiosity, but two, they want to see maybe what, how they can, what they do now, how they could do that. Remotely. How that could translate into a remote work or mm-hmm. yeah, what else they could, you could be doing to create remote income for yourself. So I'm a big believer that, um, you know, we all have different backgrounds. We all have different skills, different jobs. And I believe that there is like kind of a thought process that both of us walked ourselves through that allowed us to land on this. So in the next episode, we'll be talking about maybe some good questions to ask yourself. But we also are going to give some insight into just real life situations, whether it's people we know, our story, our scenario. So we want to know your questions about that, whether it's give us your job and maybe we can give you some pointers on, on how that could fit into a digital nomad life. Right. Yeah. Please send us your questions. Let us know what are you wondering about your current job and how you can, you know, hit the road. Mm-hmm. And we'll be happy to answer those for you and yeah. find you the answers to your questions. Like, yeah, we'll be your genie. 
Yeah. We'll be your digital nomad genie. But I would say, you know, don't let your mind go crazy. One, with your own life, if this is what you're interested in. But two, let us know. Tell us your job. We'll, we'll help you think it through. And we'll tell you exactly what, what led us to do what we're doing um, in terms of work. Yep. And I think that's it for today. Yeah. Thank um, you so much for tuning in, guys. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. We're all at Year Disrupted. You can check out our blog, yeardisrupted.com, that has a little more deep dives into just the philosophy of living disrupted, as well as some really great resources for saving money on travel. Right. And with that, we'll see you next week. Adios. Adios. Adios.